Hey everybody, what is up? It is Stan the Man. Welcome back to another Stan the Man podcast. How are you guys doing? I hope you guys are doing fine. I hope you guys are staying safe in these uh, these really unprecedented times in human history. Alright, in this podcast, I'm going to be talking about how life is slowly returning to normal, at least here in Aruba, about the COVID-19 protests in the United States, okay? And, well, we're going to get a little we're gonna get a little personal, all right? And we are going to talk about things that I don't really like about myself. Let's get on with the podcast, shall we? All right, it is Sunday, April 26th, and oh my god, this beta coding's done! Yeah! <laughs> Nah, but if you guys are listening to this podcast on Monday or tomorrow, tomorrow it's going to be King's Day uh, throughout the Netherlands and the Dutch Kingdom. I hope you guys are spending it safely inside your homes and with the people you love. Now, as always, before we dive into the podcast, we always start with some local and international news. And in some local news, to be honest, this isn't really... I don't think this is really that important to, to well, to say. Uh, okay, you already heard me talk about this guy called Speed Andrade. Now, apparently, he, he's got a live stream, which I uh, never heard about. <laughs> like, he's got a live stream, and he's just been going off on the internet on this live stream, just screaming stuff about the Bible and, like, fucking politics and shit. Like, I'm, I'm, like I saw a clip of it. I, I, I don't think I have, like, the mental capacity to watch sit through and watch that whole fucking thing but i saw like a clip of it and apparently he got in like one moment or another he got like so freaking heated he literally just knocked his headphones off of his fucking head <laughs> and like who the fuck takes this guy serious takes this guy seriously i mean genuinely who the hell takes this guy seriously says a dude who has a podcast and basically makes shit and j- dick jokes like throughout the whole fucking podcast <laughs> <laughs> like he's just he's just yelling about stuff about fucking po- like what what happened to you sir what happened to you sir are you mad that you're not getting sponsored are you mad that your political party lost the lost the election i shoo shoo baby jesus calm down you're a news reporter that's it Okay, like, this is just my opinion, right? Like, I I mentioned this in a podcast before. You have to admire this dude's tenacity to actually, like, his tenacity and dedication to make sure the public is constantly informed about the going-ons around uh, the whole island 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. But, uh, I think this guy, like... He thinks way too fucking highly of itself, okay? Now, we're gonna... <laughs> oh, no, 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 before we, before we move on to that, fucking hell, calm down there, Stan. <laughs> now, I think, like, his... Like, somebody should, like, download his shit and just make memes, because I think his, his shit has, like, the potential to make some really spicy fucking memes, okay? Now, <laughs> on to some better news, okay? Things that you actually give a shit about. With the amount of COVID-19, well, with the amount of positive and active COVID-19 cases finally dropping uh, in the Caribbean, well, in the Caribbean, in Aruba, sorry about that, the Aruban government is finally thinking about, you know, gently lifting some of the quarantine rules and laws that have been initiated since March, all right? This may be a sign that things might go back to normal or whatever normal was at that point Uh, another thing the airport um let me see if i get this right 
Yeah, uh, if, if all goes well, they, they are saying that the airport here in Aruba will be open again for local and commercial flights uh, from June 1st, okay, which is a bit more than a month away from here, from now. So that is obviously some good news, but I think that might be some bad news for the things. I'll expand on this uh, later during the podcast. All right. In international news, the Dutch Navy is sending its biggest ship to t- to aid its territories throughout the Caribbean, for in particular Saint Martin, uh, which has been hit particularly hard in the Caribbean. Okay, the ship they are sending is the Karl Dorman, which is literally the biggest ship in the Dutch fleet. All right, I can't wait to see her in person. Like I've seen, okay, I've seen the Groningen, I've seen the Zeeland, but I've never seen the Karl Dorman. All right. Oh, and I've been on board the Pelican, uh, the Pelican. But yeah, I've never seen the Karl Dorman and I, oh man, I can't wait to fucking see her. That must be a fucking sight. <laughs> All right. The U.S. has passed 50,000 deaths related to the coronavirus. Despite the staggering numbers, they still have a lower mortality rate in comparison to, well, most European countries. But you got to remember that <laughs> you got to remember that the US has about 328 million people, okay? I hope I'm fucking right on this. Somebody fact check me real quick. I'm not going to do another take of this podcast. <laughs> so, I think the US has a population of nearly 328 million people, okay? Which is a lot more than uh let me think, nearly every goddamn country in Europe, so take that with a grain of salt. Okay, and I got some other international news. Yeah, if I can fucking talk. For all you uh, conspiracy theorists out there, China has rejected calls for an independent study as to the origins origins of the virus. Okay, fearing it wouldn't. Well, they basically they basically said it. They basically said they fear that it would divide the country's attention from fighting the virus. Okay, now I'm gonna be honest here. I'm not okay. I'm not exactly a person who knows a lot about international laws or about human behavior and stuff like that. But if you outright reject that type of call, those types of calls, it gives me the vi- the overall vibe that you have something to hide. Okay, <laughs> and hmm, uh, global superpowers like. Uh, well, Russia, China, and the U.S., they're not exactly good at telling the truth, okay? Yeah, I'm calling you out too, CIA. You're not exact. You're not fucking special either, okay? So that wraps up the international news segment of this podcast, okay? Let's move on. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's get on with the podcast for now. Now, you probably heard me say that how life might slowly uh, begin to return to normal here on Aruba. Well, that might actually be true. Now, over the last few weeks, the amount of active COVID-19 cases have, well, has dropped significantly. As I am recording this, it is now Sunday, the 26th of April at 5.06 p.m. And I wrote this podcast last night. So, as of last night, as of writing this podcast, there have only been 29 active cases and we've only had two deaths related to the virus okay now as tragic as that may sound okay as tragic as that may sound i honestly believe we got off really fucking lucky because i remember there was a point where we had nearly 100 confirmed cases here on aruba and it could have gone either way now that doesn't mean we're out of the woods yet you guys got to remember that this virus is still very hard to detect and there might be people out there who are asymptomatic For those who don't know, asymptomatic basically means I have the disease, but I don't show any fucking symptoms. So 
Let's say you have the disease, you're not so you're not showing any symptoms, but you're still capable of infecting those around you and the ones you've infected, they are capable of infecting other people. And so it'll basically start spreading like fucking wildfire, wildfire. Now, as much as I fucking joke about population control and mass fucking genocide, I genuinely hope that those 29 people uh, recover as quickly as possible so they can go back into their regular lives. Now, the government also announced that they are planning on reopen if everything goes well, that they are planning on reopening the airport uh, on the first. Let me check this out. Yeah, on the first of June. Yeah, they're planning to reopen the airport on the first of June. And on the one hand, that's great because, well, we can start getting some international visitors again and tourism is the island's main economical resource okay there is no doubt that basically since the tourist in the tourism industry has just grinded to a fucking halt here on Aruba that the island's economy has suffered well, a devastating fucking blow like a Mike Tyson punch to the fucking jaw like so there's no doubt it might take a really long time to recover but I'm gonna sound hella evil here. I'm gonna sound hella fucking evil. Is this truly a bad thing? Like, let me give you some context here. Since the island's independence in 19... Not independence, autonomy. In 1986, I don't think there's ever been a single government or a single governing party that has known the word moderation. Okay, it's always more, 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 more tourism, more money, more tourism, more money. Like, Jesus H. Christ, like, I, I, I'm gonna, in my 22 years of existence, I, I have never seen the waters so fucking clear. Like, I do, I go, I go for a swim in Malmok, get some cardio in, and the waters, the water is just crystal fucking clear. Now, one third of the turn population in the world, like, they come to Aruba. I did not fucking know that. I legit did not fucking know that. I go to Baby Beach and there's suddenly these freaking turns. It, look, it looks something straight out of those, now what's it called? Uh, Planet Earth documentaries from the BBC. If you heard that, I just cracked my fucking knuckles. Hang on, I'm gonna crack it again. Okay, time for my neck. Ah, that felt good. Hang on, time for my other neck. <laughs> Wouldn't it be fucking hilarious if I just cracked my neck and I just fall down dead right here? <laughs> <laughs> oh man but still i really man I'm, I'm i'm really digging how quiet things have gotten like i can go out i can go out for a hike at the national park i used to work at the national park and for the first time in nearly seven fucking years i could take a hike without hearing like the rolling thunder of fucking utvs and atvs because what you need to remember that when people, when they take like those UTVs, ATV tours and stuff like that, they don't go with like five or six people. They go with like five or six families. So that's at least a dozen vehicles per group. Sometimes I've seen groups that have like nearly 20 to 30 vehicles and that's going to kick up a lot of fucking dust. The dust is going to cover plants. They're not going to receive enough sunlight. They die off and people don't, people don't fucking realize that. Because all those fucking tour operators want is just the money from these white folks' pockets. Like, I know this, um, this is going to sound evil again. This has been a devastating blow to the island's economy. And I know that there are going to be a lot of businesses that simply will not recover. Especially with the hard times coming. Like, oh man, this is simply the beginning. This shit's not going to be over 
in like a month or two. This shit's gonna just, it's just gonna keep on yo-yoing for at least a year or two, or at least until they get a vaccine out there. And even when they get a vaccine, remember this virus is really hard to detect. I'm no medical expert, but I think that even when they have a vaccine out, uh, since this virus is very hard to detect, it's gonna be it's gonna be really difficult to distribute that vaccine. Unless they actually make it fucking mandatory, which, uh, hey, uh, U.S. government, do that. Don't listen to those fucking anti-vax moms, all right? If not, just in some fucking riot police, put those people in their places. <laughs> oh, man, but I really hope, I really hope that this devastating blow to the economy is basically the push that the local government, that the current government, future government, and future generation needs in order to basically broaden their horizon and find a balance between profitability and sustainability. Because sustainability, it's a really fucking hard balance to find, but it's not impossible. Now, I really hope, and I'm going to sound like a dictator here, I really hope that they know they have to make sacrifices in order to maintain that balance. Certain jobs, certain things that have been basically a part of our culture for generations, they have to die. All right? The certain things that have basically been part of who we are, we need to get rid of if you want to see even like the slightest bit of progress. Also, I really hope that the government finally fucking finds out that, hey, what the people want and what the people need are two very different things, okay? And I hope, I hope not only the government, but my people see that soon because I'm seeing the way things are going right now. And to be honest, we're just heading towards ecological disaster at this point. <laughs> now, but uh, who the fuck am I? I'm just a 22-year-old with no life experience whatsoever. I'm get a kid, but I'm too young. <laughs> oh, man, but it's true, though. Oh, but one thing I definitely know, the fucking barbershop. Oh, when the bars and clubs and barbershops start opening up, it's going to be fucking chaos. I can already imagine like a fucking line of people in front of the barbershop. Like, like if you go on documentaries and look, look at disaster hit countries, like countries who just went through like a major fucking disaster, like those giant lines in front of the UNICEF truck to get food. It's going to be like that. But these people are just lining up to go to the fucking barbershop like, please, please, I look like a method. Just cut my fucking hair. Yeah, <laughs> hey, let me take a sip of my coffee real quick. Ah. Coffee is the best fucking thing to drink during this podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, fucking dudes when they go. Okay, you know when there's always going to be like a pack of dudes who form when they go on clubs and stuff like that. When the clubs finally open, guys who haven't seen a titty in like a month. No, guys who haven't seen titty in a month are just going to be prowling around like a pack of rabid, rabid, wild and hungry coyotes. <laughs> Freaking freaky ladies are gonna freaking ladies are gonna start crawling out of their crypts like vampires. Like you, you just see like a hand, and then like the fucking stone just go. Ding, they just come out going. Dick. Dick. <laughs> it's gonna be insane, and I truly hope people. All right, everybody, 
like, no one's gonna fucking listen to me. I'm just a 22-year-old idiot here, alright? But people, when the bars and everything start opening up, alright, take it easy. <laughs> There's no need to, alright, that, all that pent-up quarantine rage and stuff like that, alright? Take it out on a punching bag, alright? Take it on a, on a rock. I don't want people, like, I don't want to see people, like, punting their girlfriend across the street or some shit. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, man. Nah, but when everything's open, when everything's all said, I'm gonna be honest here. I'm, I'm gonna go to Alfie's. I'm, I've, I'm, I'm gonna link them in the description because they're, they are a fucking great place to go. Like, I'm gonna go to Alfie's. Like, find my, I'm gonna go to Alfie's. Find my little corner. Sit down. Have a beer. Read the paper. Watch whatever game is going on, and then head back home. <laughs> it's gonna be back to business as fucking usual for me. <laughs> Nah, but another thing I wanted to get into during this podcast is the whole the whole freaking thing that's going on in the U.S. You know, like the they they are protesting the stay at home laws. You know, the laws that are meant to keep them safe. Okay, you know the freaking laws that make sure you're not freaking coughing up your lungs right now. Oh <laughs> uh, no, nah, so. Me and a couple of buddies, we were just talking about this like three days ago, just passing, just passing time, shooting the shit, and eventually we reached this freaking topic. And what's my say on the whole fucking thing? I think it's stupid. <laughs> like, I think it's really stupid. Like, what's that meme I saw on Facebook? Yeah, I saw, I remember I saw this meme on Facebook. It's basically like this dude, he's holding up a sign and it just says, our expectations were low, but holy fuck, it's the same thing here. <laughs> like, I knew it was only a matter of time before some freaking crazy rednecks start crawling out of the woodwork, start protesting this type of shit. You can't make people happy. You try to make them feel safe, they're not happy. You give them guns, they're not fucking happy. Fucking hell. <laughs> I, like, I understand that freedom is something important and sacred. It is, it, it is basically the foundation of nearly every nation in modern history. But just like everything else, people tend to abuse it. All right, let me, let me, okay. 70% of Americans approve of the stay-at-home laws imposed by the different governing states, right? Okay, so they are pro-staying-at-home and fucking, you know, living, <laughs> Whereas there's 30%, okay, now you, you'd probably think that those 30% are like, like that 30% is basically like the minority group that live in swamps on fucking boats and shit. No, 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 like I, like go on, like go on the BBC and go on YouTube and try to find footage of these protests. You'll, you'll realize that a lot of these people, they're really freaking young. Some just look like... Some just look like your average regular office workers and stuff like that. They're just average people. And um, man, they're bringing their kids into it, like filling their heads with this fucking shit. Oh, my freaking God, man. All right. So back to the, like the statistics here. <laughs> All right. So you need to realize okay, you're probably thinking, oh, well, 30 percent of people. That's not a lot. You gotta remember that the U.S. has a population of nearly 328 million people. 30% of 328 million? That's a lot. That's 98 million people. That's more than the population of fucking England. <laughs> All right? 98 million potential carriers. 98 million potential dead bodies. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm going to be honest. Like, after seeing this type of shit, ah, 
I don't think I give a fuck. <laughs> like I'd say just I say let let natural selection do its thing. Okay, there's this old there's this Greek proverb, all right? Patemata matemata, which basically means learning through pain and suffering. I think these people I think these people just have to lose a bunch of fucking family members before they realize, okay, maybe those protests weren't exactly a good idea. Maybe I hey, you know what? Maybe I should have vaccinated my kid. Now I lost all five of my twins. What what are they called? Quintiplets? Quintuple queen quintiquadacuta lata quetzacuatl and a quetzacuatl is a Mayan god. Or was it quetzacuatl? I'm losing track. Let me just look at the fucking notes. There we go. Yep. Now, <laughs> we're going to move on from that fucking math lesson real quick. And we're going to do a little bit of a history lesson. And I'm sure most of you, you, you probably heard this story before. Uh, you probably heard it on CNN or whatever the fuck you, or whatever the fuck you, you, you fill your head with. All right. All right. So basically in 1918, during the First World War, the state of Philadelphia wanted to throw this huge fucking parade in, in support of the war efforts. All right. They wanted to support the boys on the Western Front or some shit. I don't know. All right. So this was during the Spanish flu pandemic and the parade had nearly two, the 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 parade had nearly 200,000 spectators, right? So 200,000 people all fucking clustered together, coughing at each other, breathing down each other's necks, okay, kissing babies and shit, the whole freaking nine yards. Two days after the parade, the announcement came that, hey, <laughs> um, try not to panic, but the Spanish flu, yeah, it's in Philly. <laughs> 72 hours. Within 72 hours of that announcement, every hospital bed in Philadelphia was full. And over 2,600 people died. Now, history has a really nasty way of... Am I, am I the only one who's seeing that right now? Am I the only one who's seeing just history just repeating itself? Like, fucking hell, we, we got... Okay, you got the president who suddenly has, like, this infatuation of injecting people with disinfectant. I don't know, maybe we, maybe he worded it wrong, maybe he means something completely different, but people are memeing the fuck out of it right now, so I'm just gonna say it like that. <laughs> like, okay, so we got a global, are we seriously back in the 19 fucking 20s, okay? We got a global pandemic and a sudden obsession with chlorine, just a chlorine is not in gaseous form. Oh my freaking god. This is just this is just another like with what's going on here, okay? People don't realize. Yes, they have the right to protest, but by clustering a lot of people together, it only takes one. It only takes one fucker with the disease to infect a group of 10 people. Those 10 people will infect 100. Those 100 will infect another 100 and it'll just it'll just grow exponentially. It'll spread like fucking wildfire. Oh my Jesus. That's what I'd say fucking let them. Just fucking let them. I think these people, if, if, a, if a fucking nationwide catastrophe is what these people need in order to freaking get their heads out of their fucking asses, just, yeah, just let natural selection do its fucking thing, okay? Right? Learn through pain and suffering. That's all I gotta say about that. Like, oh, like fucking hell. Like, do they not know the consequences of the... Re- I think, all right. I honestly think these people might have tunnel vision, to be honest, all right? You try to understand it from their point of view, all right? Some of them, they've been highly... Okay, I remember there was this uh, one woman, they they pulled her off on the side of the street, and she started talking about, okay, 
uh, I've done I've done extensive research on the Illuminati. I've done extensive research on the Illuminati. Why why am I sounding like Bernie Sanders? Okay, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna like do I'm gonna like do it, but in a Bernie Sanders voice because I think it's it sounds hilarious. <laughs> I've done extensive research on the Illuminati and how they control our government and how they control our air and how they control the population and airflow and I I don't know how I could sleep at night knowing that these people are at top of the f oh my fucking god like that's just another example of how some of them have been genuinely misinformed like they probably gone on the internet read something somewhere and somebody just worded it in a certain way where they fucking looked like they knew what they were talking about and these people got sucked in like and i noticed like i like i mentioned the majority of the people who are who are protesting this right now who are um participating in the protest you'd be surprised at how young they're i've seen people my age like, there are people my age participating in these fucking protests. Like, some... Alright, some have fucking dumb reasons. I want my hair cut! Ah, I want my fucking hair cut! I want to party! Fucking hell. Not but there. But some have legit reasons. Like, I'm gonna be honest. Like, if you keep certain people cooped up inside for long enough, something is gonna give. Like, uh... I'm gonna have to fucking... Or you guys can go find it right now. There was this uh, lady. She was like re like genuinely distraught. Like you can tell when someone's faking it and when someone's genuinely sad. She's crying looking at the camera how she hasn't seen her friends and family in a really long time. She can't stand being by herself. She needs some way of... Some form of social expression. And I thought she was overreacting. But you just you just look at the way she's... You just look at the way she's talking, she's crying, and you can tell she genuinely means it. She's like fucking three to five minutes away from snapping. <laughs> oh, man, but yeah. To be honest, I honestly think this is just another example of how too much freedom can be a bad thing. Like, you give these people the right to bear arms and the right to protest. <laughs> you don't think that's gonna fly off the rails uh, there, buddy boy? <laughs> You want to intervene with those protests before they, I don't know, do some irre irreversible damage. But uh, you got people in that fucking crowd with AR-15s ready to freaking mow, that, mow you down. <laughs> oh, man. I'd say just, yeah. Yeah, more power to them. Let them do whatever they fucking, let them do whatever they fucking want. Like, those people will end up dying. We become stronger as a fucking species. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you can hear me go, Fucking hell. <laughs> nah, but uh, I don't know why I think that way, but I ju that's just the way I think about it for now. But people, these laws, they're here for a fucking reason. They're here to make sure you are still alive to go back to help rebuild the economy once this shit blows over. You can't exactly be a functioning member of the workforce if you're dead. Alright? So get your head out of your asses. Okay? Stay the fuck inside. And stay safe. Not just for your sake, but for your family's sake. For your neighbor's sake. For your neighbor's family's sake. Alright? <sighs> Moving on. Oh man, but that's a, that's another thing I wanted to get into. Um, like, after the, la the last podcast, I, uh, got an, I got an email saying that, Okay, cool. It's really cool that you speak your mind about this type of stuff. But fucking hell, man. Why? 
like okay to summarize the email said i have for my age a really bleak out outlook on life all right i'm like yeah i guess because look that's just the reality of things all right the point is reality doesn't give a shit about your emotions it doesn't doesn't give a shit about your skin color it doesn't give a shit about what you believe in all right what matters in the end is survival and i always believed in that okay now that that brings me into a point okay so what okay then this is actually like the segue to like the next part of the podcast all right i okay so i was just bored in quarantine one day and i was thinking about the stuff to write about uh for the podcast but i just couldn't figure it out so um and whenever i'm like bored or i just can't figure out what to do i just start doing shit around the house and i decided to clean out an old cabinet of mine and i found a journal yeah i used to write in fucking journals and i have not written this thing yeah, I haven't written this thing in like two damn years. And it's really <laughs> like, and I forgot like how therapeutic it was. Like, oh man, like it's really funny how I'm like looking, <laughs> like I'm looking at the at this journal and how, how I went from being idealistic to nihilistic to realistic. And I'm just slowly making my way to just fucking jaded. Now, why am I like this? I don't know. But I think like during this time when you're just isolated in your house for like a really long time for the majority of the day, hell, for the majority of the days in general, I think it might be a decent way, decent uh, way to spend your time if you do some uh, some self-reflection. Like, uh, what do I mean by this? Okay, like I'm like, I remember the system. I like I'm like breezing. I think I still have it. Yeah, I still have it. I still have it. Yeah. Yeah, I still have it. So I'm looking at the journal right now. Now, the system that I used to write in, okay, this was the system that I used, okay? I would write, like, what happened today, okay? At the end of the day, I would just write about, okay, what happened today, okay? How am I feeling about today, okay? What made me happy? What made me sad? What made me angry and stuff about and stuff like that, okay? What I like about myself and what I don't like about myself, okay? You're probably thinking, huh? What you don't like about yourself? Yeah. To be honest, if you want to fix yourself, you got to find out what the fuck is wrong with yourself first. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. It's a big fucking list. I'm going to tell you that right now. Um, uh, but fucking hell. Like, uh, it's always good to know your strengths and also your flaws. Uh, like, one thing, I like to think of myself as, like, really stable and on my feet in comparison to a lot of kids my age. What I mean about that is, like, I know how to take care of myself. Like other people out there, like there are a lot of there are a lot of kids my age. They can't read a map. They can barely cook a fucking egg. <laughs> like Christ alive, man. Like, I, like there's this dude I know. I'm not gonna say any names. He oh, he solely lives on takeout food. Like he doesn't have a stove. The only thing he has in his apartment is a microwave. That's it. Zip nada. And like trying to convince him that yo that like you're you're gonna just eat away literally eat away your savings is like try I have a better chance of convincing this fucking fall I have like a I have like a poster of like the Voltec Fallout perks here I think it'll be easier for me to like convince this poster hey you're doing something wrong but yeah and yeah but like coupled to that like sure I got I got I I, I I like to think of myself as like pretty level-headed. I like to think of myself as like really responsible. But the bane of my existence is I let little things get to me. Like if I borrow you my phone, you're going to see like a crack. It's on. Thank God. It's not the actual screen. It's the screen protector. Uh, but I remember my phone is like old. I just I still don't see the reason to get another one. But sometimes it gets stuck 
like especially like when the internet's slow it sometimes it get like it gets like really stuck and i remember just one day i just like smashed it on the table like fucking and, and i was in the middle of work and i w- when woke up one of my colleagues and he just looks at me like dude what the fuck is wrong with you so yeah like oh man little things get to me and i lose my shit really fucking quickly now fucking hell like also i yeah back yeah yeah i used to lie a lot like oh man i lied my way through fucking middle school i'm not gonna be honest i was a i'm gonna be honest i was a bit of a pathological fucking liar so i fixed that and by fixed that first i uh, it was like it was just just oh man it was just freaking gut-wrenching coming home you know you know like back in the day like i'd lie about my grades for like a really long time because i I was fucking like i'm gonna be honest i was fucking lazy in high school i barely managed to graduate high school and i would hide my grades from my mom a lot and uh but yeah satan had a way around that and he created something called magister where your parents can go online and check your fucking grades (laughs) Oh boy, and yeah, I remember this. Oh man, I fucking hated it. Like, um, like the like constantly coming home with like dread. And, like, is this really how I just want to? I remember how I want to remember my teenage years. Just fucking like dreading coming home and getting an earful from my mom, like or like seeing my mom cry because she was like really, she was like really worried about my education and stuff like that. So I decided, and so like fuck it, I decided to be a little bit more honest, and I think I overdid it. <laughs> Like, like I'm too honest to be honest. Why am I? Why am I? Stop saying honest. Fuck. All right. But what do I mean by that? Is whatever's on my fucking mind. Let's say we're talking and you say something that I find stupid. I'm gonna tell you that it's stupid. Like there's gonna be no filter. What's in my head, it'll go straight to my tongue and out there in the fucking radio waves. All right. So. I'll basically say whatever's on my mind or say whatever I thought was the truth with literally no regards to other people's feelings about the subject. Okay, that was like a huge problem of mine. And to be honest, it still kind of is like, mm, I, I'm still a firm believer that you need to separate feelings from the problem, right? If you ever read, if you ever read The Art of War, you should never make important decisions uh, when you're emotionally stressed, if you're angry, if you're sad and stuff like that. But then I started realizing like, hey, no, when it comes to a lot of these like problems with people, a lot of them are emotionally driven. Like you'd be surprised at the amount of decisions you make on your day-to-day life just purely based off of like emotions or gut feelings, not logical thinking. Um, but I am a firm believer in like removing emotion from this, from from the ah, like removing emotion from the equation. But that tends to raise up some problems since a lot of people's emotions, they are the fucking problem. Oh man, but Jesus! Some of the most people. Okay, another thing I had, like some people might actually some people might actually relate to this okay was the feeling of never being enough all right that i think some that's something that everybody growing up has struggled with one way or another okay everybody wants to like size each other up okay no i got oh no i got like an eight for this no i got a 10 for this hey i caught the biggest fish i got the prettiest wife fuck all of you jesus christ like uh like fucking hour. Yeah, I remember that. I I was just sitting at work one day, uh, back in the back of the. I should do I should do like a podcast where I just tell stories of my time working at the uh, national park. 
Yeah, but uh, I remember I, I, just, I was just sitting one day and this huge fucking epiphany just hit me like a fucking truck that I was do like the majority of the things I did, the majority of the accomplishments I have, I've done them for the validation of those around me. I didn't do them for me. And I am proud of the shit that I've done. I really am. But when I noticed that like the majority of the shit I, I was doing was for the validation of the people around me, I don't know. It just, it, just made, it just made every achievement feel ingenuine. And it's only when I started to like let go of that feeling that I started actually taking like achievements that I had in life like a bit more seriously. Like I remember like when I fucking found out I graduated, I should have been fucking happy, but I wasn't. I, it just felt like another day. Like, wait a minute, what the fuck? I just found out I graduated high school. Why the hell am I, wh- why the hell am I not happy? <laughs> so I just started like, I started to look at myself honestly. Like, fucking hell, I didn't do this for me. I just did this so I, st- so I could stop getting yelled at. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, but yeah, eventually I just uh, moved on from that. And I remember like the day when I, yeah, like after I graduated, and I thought, okay, cool. I took an honest look at myself like fucking fucking do I do I really have the mental capacity to go to college? Do I honestly have the mental like strength to endure 4 years of studying something plus 8 or 9 years of paying off debt? Um I I think I didn't. So I I I I didn't. I just fucking went with my gut feeling. I just looked at my family history a little point. Okay, cool. My grandfather came to the island with the Dutch came to the island with the Dutch Marine Corps. My uncle first enlisted in the Antillianse, yeah, back in the day it was the Antillianse Militia, and then went off to the Dutch Army, and I'm like, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, I'll join the minister, I'll join the defense force, what's the worst that could happen, I'll join the fucking military, and to be honest, it is one of the few things that I look back on, and I say, wow, I genuinely did this for me. I didn't do this for anybody else. I did this for me. I accomplished this for me. And I remember that day when we put on our berets, okay, on graduation day. I remember that day. I tossed it down and I can see my family like right in the corner, right? And we're just sitting, we're sitting in attention, just waiting for them to give us like the go ahead to like go to like, you know, say us like as we were and so we can go on and hug our families and stuff like that and I, I was just like watching in anticipation and as soon as I saw my dad and I saw my mom and I saw my grandmother uh, my aunt, I cr- it was like yeah this yeah I cried I cried and to be honest it was literally the very first time I've ever cried tears of happiness in my yeah in my 22 years of living I have never cried tears of joy. That was the very first time I cried tears of joy. And it was like a fucking stupendous feeling. So yeah, fucking grab a piece of paper, write about your day. It's a great way to pass the time. Especially now with a lot of people being cooped up inside all day. Like it is really weird just being, especially if you live alone. Like you are literally stuck with you and your thoughts all day. And having an, a sort of outlet for those thoughts, I think it might be, yeah, I think it might be, it might help a lot of people. So uh, here's some, yeah, I think I might start this out. Here's some Stan advice, okay? Uh, you get some cyanide. No, 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 don't, no, 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 Okay, that's, that's like for the end game. Don't worry about it. That's if you're like a spy and you got no way out. <laughs> nah, but at the end of each day, 
Grab a piece of paper, write down what happened today. If nothing happened today, fuck it. Just say nothing happened today. Write about what, what you were feeling. <clears throat> write about what made you happy, what made you sad. What do you like about yourself? What do you don't like about yourself? And to be honest, it's actually, it's actually kind of therapeutic. Alright, wait, what the f- wait, what the fuck? What- this- ah, fuck, I clicked the wrong fucking thing. I'm keeping that in there. <laughs> Alright, everybody, it seems we have reached the end of our podcast. It's a bit of a roller coaster, wasn't it? <laughs> anyway, I genuinely hope you guys enjoyed. Like, comment, and subscribe if you guys want to. Uh, you can find this podcast on Spotify, Anchor, and of course on YouTube, which is my main platform. I'm going to see if I can link my Facebook page. Feel free to like it if you guys want to. And if you have any questions for me to answer or if you guys want my take on anything, please let me know. I'm ugly, but I swear I don't fucking bite. At least not that much. Anywho, this is Stan the Man, and I'm signing off.